everybody. This is Kyla Denano, host of the You Are Lawyer podcast. In this bonus episode, I want to thank all of you for listening to the podcast for exactly a year. <laughs> Today is April 16th, 2021, and this marks one year of consistency, pre-recording questionnaires, and editing audio files in order to create the You Are Lawyer podcast. I thought for this bonus episode, I would share five things that have surprised me about podcasting. So let's just jump right into it. Number one, I have cried about this podcast. When I started the podcast, I was mentally prepared to make the podcast. I had read a number of books about it, a whole bunch of blog articles, and I'd even recorded five interviews with lawyers before I was certain that this was going to happen. I mean, I knew I wanted it to happen, <laughs> but you never know until you hit publish. So I'm surprised that podcasting made me cry because I didn't think I would be invested in podcasting enough in order to cry about it. But when I was preparing for the show and recording my intro, I was searching for music for the podcast and I found two or three songs that I loved, like absolutely loved. But I didn't want to pay the high copyright licensing fees. Um, if you don't know, you can't just grab any music off of the radio or a commercial for your podcast. There are a number of copyright infringement issues that happen with that. So there's websites where you can actually buy the music. So you choose your tempo, you choose what kind of instruments you want going, and I had these perfect songs They sounded just like me. But I, I can't pay $300 to license music. I'm not paying $75 to license music. And when I found out that I had found these two amazing songs and that I, I couldn't afford to pay to license them, I absolutely burst out crying. In my defense, I was seven months pregnant when I was preparing to start the podcast, but yeah, this podcast has, I've cried about it, and that is very surprising to me. So, number two, I miss the ignorance of being a law student. So I don't miss courses, and I definitely don't miss the four-hour exams that you have at the end of the semester. And if no one has ever told you, practice, and you learn, and you study, and then you have one exam at the end of the semester, sometimes your professor tells you what's on it, sometimes they don't. They could talk to you about the first thing that they ever said in course. They could talk to you about the thing they talked about two weeks ago. You have no idea. Sometimes you have an idea, but most of the time you have no idea. So I definitely don't miss that. But I miss the ignorance of not knowing what comes after law school graduation, right? Every week I get to enjoy the nostalgia of talking to these lawyers talk to them about graduation, how they felt in law school, how their law degrees have helped them with their current careers or their side hustles or their hobbies or whatever. So the gleeful expectations that I had about life after law school and my career, I missed that. I missed the, the ignorance of not knowing what was coming next. Number three, niches make riches. That is a quote by John Henry. He was the host of Viceland's Hustle. Some people say niche, some people say niche. <laughs> I am saying niche, so niches make riches. According to Webster's Online Dictionary, a niche or niche is a specialized market. So for me, as the, the lawyer, the absolutely rational, logical, <laughs> always seeing both sides, me, wanted to create something. I had this spark of something in me. However, I didn't want the rejection. I didn't want people to not like it. I didn't want it to be a failure. I didn't want all this stuff. But at the same time, because I had this idea in my mind, everything I'm watching on TV, everything I'm hearing in music and songs is telling me 
do this. You know you want to do it. Just go for it, right? So we're watching the show about entrepreneurs, and the host says, niches make riches. And I'm like, well, I have a niche. My niche is law school graduates. I think I want it to be a podcast. How do I fill in the gaps? He says that my niche can make me rich. (laughs) There is room for my niche. That is what I took from his comment. It can be a niche of law school graduates who are practicing but have a funky side hustle hobby or law school graduates who've never taken the bar and aren't practicing at all. And there is space for that. And I have seen that there is space for that. So was John Henry's comment true? For this idea, absolutely. Number four, I can hear a smile. So as a lawyer, I enjoy being prepared for everything. And I remember back to mock trial and you never ask a question that you don't know the answer to, right? So, you know, you're in a deposition, you're in a courtroom, wherever. You never ask a question to a witness that you don't already know what their answer is going to be. Because of that, I send a questionnaire to every podcast guest so that I can keep the ball rolling and I can kind of know what's coming up next. But I can hear a smile. I can hear when someone asks me a question and it catches me off guard. When I'm listening to the audio back and I'm editing it and I'm like, wow, I was having fun there. <laughs> like I can, I can hear a smile and that has surprised me. So that's the number four thing about what is surprising about podcasting. Number five. People who are not law school graduates also enjoy this podcast. I hope that my friends and family would listen to the show. I know that they have known me through law school. They know the challenges and successes of that. And I knew that they would support me. However, I have a number of friends and family members who are not law school graduates who say, oh my gosh, I'm learning so much from the podcast. Wow, that person took so many turns and twists in their career. Oh my goodness. I can't believe what they're doing with their law school degree. I didn't even know lawyers could do that, right? And so that is surprising to me that there are so many people who are not law school graduates who don't have that background knowledge of the rigidity of law school, the structure of law school, and the competitiveness of law school, but they're still able to learn from the stories and successes of the podcast guests and how they talk about what they're doing with their law school career, the companies they've created, all their different paths and trajectories. So that has surprised me. So that's it. Five things that surprised me about podcasting. Number one, I have cried about this podcast. Number two, I miss the ignorance of being in law school. Number three, niches make riches. Number four, I can hear a smile. That was certainly surprising. And number five, People who are not law school graduates can enjoy this podcast. Today marks exactly a year since I published my initial episode where I was explaining my story and how I got to this point of creating a podcast. I've been doing this for a year and I am so excited about it. I'm so happy that I always have people asking me, can I be on the podcast? When's the next episode? Do you have an opening? And we are right in the middle of season two. Feel free to listen to all the past episodes, tell a friend about it, share it, put it on social media, all the rest, keep doing all the stuff that you're doing to promote the podcast and to make sure that people are listening. I truly appreciate it. And I will talk to you next time.